0: I <laughs> don't <laughs>
1: بسم الله الرحمن الرحيم نحمده ونصلي ونسلم على رسوله الكريم ما بعد فقد قال الله تبارك وتعالى في القرآن المجيد بالفرقان الحميد أعوذ بالله من الشيطان الرجيم بسم الله الرحمن الرحيم والسابقون الأولون من المهاجرين والأنصار والذين اتبعوهم بإحسان رضي الله عنهم ورضوا عنه وأعد لهم جنات تجري تحتها الانهار وقالدين فيها أبدا ذلك الفوز العظيم وعن أنس رضي الله تعالى عنه أن رسول الله صلى الله عليه وسلم قال إن لكل أمة أمينا وأمين هذه الأمة أبو عبيدة بن الجراح وقال النبي صلى الله عليه وسلم الله الله في أصحابي لا تتخذوهم غرضا من بعدي فمن أحبهم فبحبي أحبهم ومن أبغضهم فببغضي أبغضهم ومن آذاهم فقد آذاني ومن آذاني فقد, آذاني فقد آذى الله ومن suspected الله فيوشك brothers, brothers part of the dictates and the demands of iman is that every ummati every follower of nabi sallallahu alayhi wasallam loves the sahaba radiyallahu ta'ala anhum reveres them and respects them and this has been clearly stated in the hadith that was recited nabi sallallahu (alayhi mentioned Allah Allah fi ashabi that fear Allah fiya Allah regarding my sahaba and my companions and this is what we hear every friday in the khutbah this warning that Nabi (sallallahu alayhi wa is giving regarding his companions so Nabi (sallallahu alayhi wa mentions that person who has love for his companions in reality he has love for me and his love for them is because of loving me woman woman abghadhum and that person who has hatred for them for the companions of Nabi Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam, then it is because of my hatred that he has hatred for me. And that person who causes harm to them, in reality he has caused harm to me. And that person who causes harm to me, then he has caused harm to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And that person who causes harm to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, then very soon Allah will seize him and destroy him. Abdullah ibn Masood r.a who mentions, that if you wish to take lesson from any person, قدمات, Then take lesson from the lives of those who have passed away. For verily that person who is living, there is no guarantee whether... Some condition will change him. May Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala preserve and protect our iman. But nevertheless, Abdullah ibn anhu is giving us the guidance and then he explains who this refers to. Ulaika Ashabu Muhammad. That these are the companions of Muhammad sallallahu alaihi wa sallam. nas. They were the best of people. Abarraha ilman. takallufa. They were the most pious, the most conscious of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. They had the most in-depth knowledge of Deen and they were the least of people when it came to formality. And then Abdullah Masuradiallahu Ta'ala encourages us, therefore you should take lesson from their ways, their character, and follow their way of life and adopt their character in order for you to gain that salvation that they had achieved. As they had achieved the straight they had followed the straight path leading to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. So nevertheless. In order for us to appreciate, to have love for the companions of Nabi Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam, it is first and foremost important for us to understand who they were and to appreciate their sacrifices. We have to have the knowledge regarding their ways and their noble traits. And in this way, by us learning about them, then we will appreciate them. And Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala will instill the love for the companions of Nabi sallallahu alayhi wa sallam in our hearts. So among the various companions of Nabi sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, one very outstanding companion of Nabi sallallahu alayhi wa sallam was a sahabi by the name of Abu Ubaidah ibn al-Jarrah. This was his title, his name was Amir ibn Abdullah ibn al-Jarrah. So it is mentioned, Aisha radiyallahu ta'ala anha mentions, that from amongst the people who were most beloved to Nabi sallallahu alayhi wa first was Abu Bakr radiyallahu ta'ala anhu, thereafter was Umar radiyallahu ta'ala anhu, and after him was Abu Ubaidat ibn al-Jarrah. So from this we understand what a close relationship he had with Nabi sallallahu alaihi wasallam. He accepted Islam in the very early stages prior to Nabi sallallahu alaihi wasallam establishing the place of ibadat in Darul Arqam, Prior to this, he accepted Islam. There's difference of opinion regarding how, what was the means of his accepting Islam. Some say it was through the efforts of Abu Bakr ta'ala anhu, and through Abu Bakr anhu encouraging to accept Islam. He then accepted Islam at the hands of Nabi sallallahu alayhi Wasallam, together with some other sahaba, other notable sahaba, the likes of Usmani ibn Mad'oon, Abdul Rahman ibn Awf, Abu Salamat ibn al-Aqwa radiallahu ta'ala anhum. He participated in all the major battles with Nabi sallallahu alayhi Wasallam On the occasion of Badr, he describes the scene himself. He says, I was confronted on numerous occasions by my father who was in the enemy line. And I tried to avoid confronting him. But finally, when he came before me, I had no choice but to kill him. This was the extreme love that they had for Islam, that they were even prepared to sacrifice their own family. For the sake of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and for the sake of Nabi sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. So this is a challenge that every day we are faced with. A person is faced with some challenge to fulfill his desire, to fulfill the wish of some, of some relative, some family member, some friend. Whether it be peer pressure, at that time a person should think that what is more important for me to fulfill... Is it this desire or is it the command of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala? So we take lesson from this, that they were prepared to sacrifice everything for the sake of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Even to go to the extent of killing his own father for the sake of deen. Then in the battle of Uhud, when the links on the helmet of Nabi sallallahu alayhi wa had pierced the blessed cheek of Nabi sallallahu Alaihi wa And Abu Bakr radiallahu anhu went forward to try and remove it. Abu Ubaidah radiallahu anhu noticing this, he takes an oath and he says, ba Allah, O oh Abu Bakr, I will remove it. And then he tries to remove it with his fingers, but he was not successful. So he grabs onto it with his tooth. And he finally manages to remove one of those links. And in the process, he loses one of his tooth, one of his front teeth. And again, Abu Bakr radiyallahu goes ahead to try and remove the seconding and again Abu Ubaidah radiyallahu anhu takes an oath Abu Bakr radiyallahu tells him "Had it not been for your oath I would not have allowed you to do this" and he goes forward and again he removes the other link from the blessed cheek of Nabi sallallahu alayhi wa and in the process he loses his other front tooth Umar radiyallahu anhu says that in my entire life I did not see someone more handsome than Abu Ubaidah radiallahu anhu, even though he lost his two front teeth. So despite him losing his two front teeth, but because it was for the sake of Nabi sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala had granted him a special noor because of the sacrifice. On one occasion, two bishops from a place called Najran came to Nabi sallallahu alayhi wasallam, requesting Nabi sallallahu alayhi wa to send to them, someone who is very honest. Nabi sallallahu alayhi wa told them, إِنِّي أَبْعَثُ إِلَيْكُمْ رَجُلًا أَمِينًا حَقَّ Ameen. أمين. I will send to you a person who is trustworthy and who will fulfill the rights of trustworthiness. When the Sahaba رضي الله عنهم heard the statement of Nabi sallam all of them became desirous of being granted this great honor. And then Nabi sallam appointed Abu Ubaidah رضي ta'ala تعالى عنه to, aco- to accompany them. And Nabi ﷺ mentioned, إِنَّ لِكُلِّ أُمَّةٍ أَمِينًا wa amin الْأُمَّةِ أَبُوْ ummah abu ubaidah abu that every ummah every nation has a very trustworthy person a person who is outstanding in his trustworthiness and the trustworthy person of this ummah of this nation is abu Ubaidat ibn al jarrah radiallahu an imagine what a great accolade this was for abu ubaidah radiallahu ta'ala anhu and what a great virtue umar radiallahu ta'ala anhu when he came to know of the plague that had started spreading in sham and he became concerned that perhaps he will also pass away in this play. Then he says, he says to those around him that if I have to pass away, then I instruct you to appoint Abu Ubaidah radiallahu anhu as the Khalifa after me. And he says if on the day of Qiyamah, if Allah has to question me regarding why I appointed this person, I will say that, Oh Allah, I have heard Nabi ﷺ saying that every nation has a trustworthy person, and the trustworthy person of this nation is Abu Ubaidah If Nabi ﷺ declared him to be the trustworthy person of this nation, who can be more deserving of gaining this honor, who will fulfill this great trust of being the leader? So this indeed is a very great lesson, especially in the times of today, where trustworthiness has all, almost become extinct. People casually speak lies, casually are deceptive in their dealings, in their transaction, in their behavior. So this is a very, very important quality, which is part of the traits of Iman, part of the qualities of Iman. And Nabi sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam in one hadith has mentioned that the trait of nifaq and hypocrisy is for a person to deceive and to lie. So this is a very, very important quality to be trustworthy in our speech, in our behavior, in our dealings, in every aspect of our lives. Then, on numerous occasions, Tabi sallallahu alaihi had appointed him as the leader. On one occasion, Amr ibn al-'As radiallahu who had just accepted Islam, was appointed as the leader towards the... in the battle of Zatul salasil And this was in the very early stages of the life of Amr ibn al-'As radiallahu ta'ala Islam. He had just accepted Islam. There were only two companions from the companions of Nabi sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam who he had appointed as the general of the army even though they had just accepted Islam. The first was Amr ibn al-Asr r.a. And the other was Khalid ibn al-Walid r.a. And this was because of their experience and their expertise in warfare. So nevertheless... Amr ibn al Assadiallahu Alanahu upon arriving in the land of the enemy, he sends a message to Nabi Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam requesting for reinforcements as he found to be the he found the enemy to be present in very large numbers. So Nabi Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam dispatches a group of reinforcements. Among them, senior sahaba, the likes of Abu Bakr, Umar radiallahu ta'ala anhum. And Nabi sallallahu alayhi wa appoints Abu Ubaidah radiallahu anhu as the leader over these over these over this group of reinforcements. And Nabi sallallahu alayhi wa gives him the clear instruction that maintain unity and do not differ with each other. So Abu Ubaidah radiallahu anhu goes, when they reach there, there was a dispute that had broken out regarding who should be the leader. So Amr ibn al-Asr anhu had just accepted Islam. He said that you people came as reinforcements. You are under our army, so therefore I will remain the leader. But the senior muhajireen, they felt that Abu Ubaidah radiallahu anhu was most deserving, and therefore he should be appointed the, the ruler, as the leader, as the general. So Abu Ubaidah radiallahu anhu advised those around him, that was it not the instruction of Nabi sallallahu alayhi wasallam that we should maintain unity. And then he handed over his right, and he said, Oh, Amr ibn al as you will remain our leader. So from here we learn, we learn the importance of a person maintaining unity. And in order for unity to be possible, one person has to forego their right. If each party is insisting on claiming their rights, then in order for reconcilement to be possible, it will never happen. It has to be that one person is prepared to forego their rights. And this was a trait which was outstanding in the life of Abu, 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 Abu Ubaidah radiallahu anhu. During the Khilafat of Umar radiallahu anhu, when this army was dispatched, when the army of the Muslims were present in Sham, during the Khilafat of Abu Bakr radiallahu anhu, the general of the army was Khalid ibn Walid radiallahu anh. Upon the demise of Abu Bakr radiallahu anhu, Abu Bakr Umar radiyallahu anhu writes a letter to Abu Ubaidah radiyallahu anhu informing him regarding the demise of Abu Bakr radiyallahu anhu, and he also informed him in this letter that I have dismissed Khalid radiyallahu anhu from his post of being the general, and I have appointed you as the general of the army. But such was the quality of Abu Ubaidah radiyallahu anhu. Such was his humility, that he concealed this letter from Khalid Finally after three days, and according to another report, after the entire battle was over, after the Muslims were victorious, Khalid came to know of this letter. Subhanallah, what love and unity! Khalid comes to Abu Ubaidah and he says, that, oh Abu Ubaidah, why is it that you concealed this letter from me? You remained under my rulership, even though you were rightfully the ruler. You were performing salah behind me, where, whereas I ought to have been reciting salah behind you. I have ought to been taking instruction from you, whereas you were taking instruction from me. So Abu Ubaidah radiallahu anhu tells him that, oh Khalid radiallahu anhu, I dislike to break your enthusiasm. And I I intended that I will not inform you until you come to know yourself. And then Khalid radiallahu anhu tells him that now we have learned, we have handed over this rulership and this leadership to you. And it is now your responsibility to take charge of the affairs of the, of the army. So here again we understand that there was no desire to be recognized, no desire for position, no desire for leadership. And because of this Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala made this army very successful. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala granted them this great victory and they managed to conquer the lands of, Sh- of Sham and Dimash, etc. On one occasion during the caliphate of Umar radiyallahu anhu he came to visit Abu Ubaidah radiyallahu anhu after meeting the other Muslims and the other companions of Nabi sallallahu alaihi wasallam he inquires from them regarding Abu Ubaidah radiyallahu anhu and finally he meets Abu Ubaidah radiyallahu and he requests him to take him home Abu Ubaidah radiyallahu anhu tells the Khalifa Umar Umar that Umar what will I have to present to you the leader of the believers in my home? But nevertheless, come along. And then Umar radiallahu anhu describes the scene. He says, when I entered the home, I barely saw any possession. And this was a time where the Muslims were conquering land after land and the wealth of the world was pouring into the Muslim rulership. Abu Ubaidah being the general of the army, being the person who was in charge. This was the condition of his Simplicity in his home. Umar radiallahu anhu seeing this, he begins to cry and he says, Oh Abu Ubaidah, the world has changed all of us but you. The world has changed all of us but you. Abu Ubaidah radiallahu anhu says, I have hope that I will meet Nabi sallallahu alaihi wasallam in the condition that he left me and he will be pleased with me. Umar radiallahu anhu had such a great reliance and trust on Abu Ubaidah radiallahu anhu that one occasion while he was seated with some of his companions and he told them that make some wish and desire. So one person remarked, I wish that this entire home was filled with gold, so that I may discharge it in the path of Allah and give it in charity. And like this, others gave their wishes and made their desires. Finally, Umar radiallahu anhu says, I wish that this entire home is filled with the likeness of personalities like Abu Ubaidah radiallahu anhu. Then when Umar radiallahu anhu came to know of the plague that had broken out in Amwas, in Sham, he became concerned that perhaps he will lose Abu Ubaidah radiallahu anhu in this play. So he writes a letter requesting Abu Ubaidah radiallahu anhu to leave Sham and to come to him to Medina Munawwarah as he has very urgent work with him. When Abu Ubaidah radiallahu anhu receives a letter, he writes back and he says, O Amirul Mu'mineen, I consider it inappropriate for me to leave behind my army in this condition and abandon them. And I know what is the concern of Amirul Mu'mineen. He fears that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala will take my life in this condition. But if Allah has decreed for something to happen for me, it will never surpass me. Understanding that everything happens with the decision of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. So when Umar radiallahu anhu receives this letter, then he say he starts crying and those around him ask him that, oh Umar, has Abu Ubaidah passed away? Then he says no, but it is as though he has passed away. And shortly thereafter, after some days, the many of the Muslims who were made shaheed in display, and it would start off in the form of blisters on their body, or in the form of pimples on their body. So Abu U'id radiallahu anhu's companions noticed that, that he had some blisters on his finger. So they became worried. So Abu U'id radiallahu anhu on seeing this, he says, I make dua that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala grant blessing in this, and make this the means of my martyrdom. And as he had made this dua, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala then eventually, granted him martyrdom in this plague, and he passed away in this condition, at the age of 58. He passed away at the age of 58, and when he passed away, Umar radiallahu ta'ala anhu became very concerned and worried, and after his demise, Umar radiallahu anhu appointed Mu'ad ibn Jabal radiallahu ta'ala anhu as the General of the army, respected aliens and brothers, these are just some of the qualities. There are many, many other incidents which explain the outstanding traits and qualities of this personality as well as the other companions of Nabi Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam. So we should try and learn and read regarding the companions of Nabi Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam and try to emulate their ways. May Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala grant us the ability to bring in our lives these few traits that were discussed and may Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala grant us the ability to follow in their footsteps وآخر دعوانا أن الحمد لله رب العالمين الله أكبر
0: الله أكبر الله أكبر. الله أكبر, الله أكبر, الله أكبر صلى الله the
1: الحمد لله علي ذات عظيم الصفات سمع سماعة كبير الشان جليل القدير في ذكر مطائل من جليل البرهان فخيم الاسم غزير العلم وسير الحلم كثير الغفران جميل الثناء جزيل العطاء مجيب الدعاء من الاحسان سرير الحساب شديد العقاب أليم العذاب عزيز السلطان ونشهد أن لا إله إلا الله وحده لا شريك له ونشهد أن سيدنا ومولانا محمد عبده ورسوله الممعوث الأحمر والأسود المنعوث بشرح الصدر ورقب الذكر صلى الله عليه وعلى آله وأصحابه نجوم الطريق الأمم أما بعد فيا أيها الناس وحيد الله فإن التوحيد رأس الطاعات واتقوا الله فإن التقوى ملاك الحسنات وعليكم بالسنة فإن التهديل لطاعة ومن أطاع الله ورسوله فقد رشد وهدى وإياكم البدع فإن البدع تتهديل المعصية ومن عصى الله ورسوله فقد وغوى وغوى وعليكم الإحسان فإن الله يحب المحسنين. ولا تحب الدنيا فتكون من الخاسرين الا وان النفس لن تموت حتى ادسك من رزقها فاتقوا الله واجمنوا في الطلب وتوكلوا عليه فان الله يحب المتوكلين وادعوه فان ربكم مجيب الداعين واستغفروه يمددكم باموال وبنين اعوذ بالله من الشيطان الرجيم وقال ربكم ادعوني استجب لكم ان الذين يستكبرون عن عبادتي يذخلون جهنم مداخنين بارك الله بارك الله لنا ولكم في القران العظيم ونفعنا وإياكم بما فيه من الآيات والذكر الحكيم أقول قولي هذا واستغفر الله لي ولكم ولسائر المسلمين من كل ذنب فاستغفروه إنه هو الغفور الرحيم الحمد لله الحمد لله نحمده ونستعينه ونستغفره ونؤمن به ونتوكل عليه ونعوذ بالله من شرور أنفسنا ومن سيئات أعمالنا من يهده الله فلا مضل له ومن يضلله فلا هادي له ونشهد أن لا إله إلا الله وحده لا شريك له ونشهد أن سيدنا مولانا محمد عبده ورسوله أرسله بالحق بشيرا ونذيرا بين يدي الساعه من يطع الله ورسوله فقد رشد ومن يعصيهما فإنه لا يضر إلا نفسه ولا يضر الله شيئا أعوذ بالله من الشيطان الرجيم إن الله وملائكته يصلون على النبي يا أيها الذين آمنوا صلوا عليه وسلموا تسليما اللهم صل على محمد عبدك ورسوله وصل على المؤمنين والمؤمنات والمسلمين والمسلمات وبارك على محمد وأزواجه وذريته قال النبي صلى الله عليه وسلم أرحم أمتي بأمتي بكر رضي الله تعالى عنه في أمر الله عمر رضي الله تعالى عنه وأصدق حيان عثمان رضي الله تعالى عنه عليه رضي الله تعالى عنه وفاطمة سيدة نسائها للجنة رضي الله تعالى عنها والحسن والحسين سيدا شبابها للجنة رضي الله تعالى عنهما وحمزة أسد الله وأسد رسوله رضي الله تعالى عنه اللهم اغفر للعباس لا تغادر رضي الله تعالى عنهم عن كل الصحابة أجمعين الله الله في أصحابي لا تتخذوهم غرضا من بعدي فمن حبهم فبحبي يحبهم ومن أبغضهم فببغضي أبغضهم وخير أمتي قرني ثم الذين يلونهم ثم الذين يلونهم ربنا آتنا في الدنيا حسنة وفي الآخرة حسنة وقنا عذاب النار عباد الله رحمكم الله إن الله يأمر بالعد والإحسان وإيتاء ذي القربى وينهى عن الفحشاء والمنكر والبغي يعيذكم لعلكم تذكرون فاذكروني اذكركم واشكروا ولا تدثرون الله أكبر الحمد لله رب العالمين الرحمن الرحيم مالك يوم الدين إياك نعبد وإياك نستعين ones الصراط المستقيم صراط الذين أنعمت عليهم the المغضوب عليهم ولا وَالضُّحَى وَاللَّيْلِ إِذَا سَجَى مَا وَدَّعَكَ رَبُّكَ وَمَا قَلَى وَلَلْآخِرَةُ خَيْرٌ لَّكَ مِنَ الْأُولَى وَلَسَوْفَ يُعْطِيكَ رَبُّكَ فَتَرْضَى أَلَمْ يَجِدْكَ يَتِيمًا فَآوَى وَوَجَدَكَ ضَالًّا فَهَدَى وَوَجَدَكَ Shiva is فأمَّ الْيَتِيمَ فَلَا تَقْهَرُ وَأَمَّ السَّائِلَ فَلَا تَنْهَرُ وَأَمَّ the رَبِّكَ who is الله اكبر سمع الله لمن حمده الله أكبر الله أكبر الله أكبر, الله اكبر الله اكبر الله اكبر الله اكبر الحمد لله رب العالمين الرحمن الرحيم مالك يوم الدين اياك نعبد واياك نستعين اهدنا الصراط المستقيم صراط الذين أنعمت عليهم غير المغضوب عليهم ولا الظالمين ألم نشرح لك صدرك ووَضَعْنَا عَنكَ وِزْرَكَ الَّذِي أَنقَضَ ظَهْرَكَ وَرَفَعْنَا لَكَ ذِكْرَكَ فَإِنَّ مَعَ الْعُسْرِ يُسْرًا إِنَّ الْعُسْرِ يُسْرًا فإِذَا فَرَغْتَ فَصَلِّ وَإِلَى رَبِّكَ فَرْغَبَ الله أكبر سمع الله لمن حَمِدًا الله, 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 الله أكبر الله أكبر الله أكبر الله أكبر السلام عليكم ورحمة الله السلام عليكم ورحمه الله, عليكم ورحمة الله الحمد لله رب العالمين والصلاه والسلام على اشرف الانبياء والمرسلين سيدنا ونبينا وشفهنا وحبيبنا ولنا محمد وعلى آله وأخابه أجمعين ربنا ظلمنا أنفسنا وإن لم تغفر لنا وترحمنا لنكونن من الخاسرين ربنا آتنا في الدنيا حسنه وفي الاخره حسنه وقنا عذاب النار اللهم إنا نسألك العفو والعافية والمعافاة دائمة في الدين والدنيا والاخره والفوز بالجنة والنجات من النار اللهم أصلح لنا شأننا كله ولا تكلنا إلى أنفسنا طرفة عين اللهم لا مانع لما أعطيت ولا معطي لما منعت ولا ينفع ذا الجد منك الجد اللهم أعنا على ذكرك وشكرك وحسن عبادتك اللهم اشف مرضانا ومرضى المسلمين اللهم ارحم موتانا وموتى المسلمين اللهم اهدنا لأحسن الأخلاق لا يهدي لأحسنها إلا أنت واصرف عنا سيئها لا يصرف عنا سيئها إلا أنت Allahumma innana saluka min khayrima sa'alakam to nabiyuka Muhammadun sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. Wa na'udhubika min sharri ma stahadakam to nabiyuka Muhammadun sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. Anta al-musta'an wa alaykal balaag wa la hawla wa la quwata illa billahi l'adhihihil azim. Rabbana taqabbal minna innaka anta sami wal alim. Wa juba alayna innaka anta tawabul raheem. Wa sallallahu ta'ala ala khayr khalqi Muhammadun wa alihi wa ashabi yajma'een. برحمتك يا رحمة الله